Hello everyone and welcome to the Be Light, Shine Bright podcast. My name is Pakala Kiara and I'll be your host. Here we discuss life and how the different facets of it can influence our mental health. We will talk about therapy, interventions, mental health and life experiences. Remember, if you like it, feel free to give us a share and invite your friends and loved ones to listen. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Be Light Shine Bright podcast. Now the title of this podcast is You Do You Babe and this is a quote that I've used uh, in the past but it's something that resonated with me today and sparked you know this kind of thought pattern that led to me conceptualizing this uh, this evening's podcast so what does that mean for me it's it's kind of like you do you and I'll do me so you be you and look after you and I'll be me and I'll look after me so it's about Taking responsibility for your own individual actions, the things that happen to you in your life and not taking on the projections, the lessons, the defense mechanisms, the yeah transference of others. Now I already did a few podcast episodes in last year's, the first season of the Be Light Shine Bright podcast where I talked about you know living on purpose and writing your own story and really figuring out what it is that you want and where you want to go so I would highly recommend looking through those you can read the the info the episode info and that should give you a bit of a clue and some flavor of each episode but I did a few on that kind of thing rewriting authoring your own story and that kind of thing but when we do this and we live on purpose and we do things that we are proud of and we do things that we have intentionally chosen to do, then I feel like we feel like we are more in control of our lives. We are not surprised or shocked by other people's reactions. We are not ashamed of the things that we have done we don't need to deny anything our defense mechanisms don't come into play so much you know we are living in a way that is congruent with our values and some of us may have never actually sat down and had a good think about our values and what it is that we stand for and you know what are our morals um Some of us have never examined our own character strengths and traits. And I really encourage you to do that if you haven't done that yet. And perhaps have a conversation with someone that you trust, a a friend, or even just journal and write it down in your journal. If you're not good at writing, maybe just speak it out loud to yourself and you can record it if you like and listen back to it later. But I think it's a really great thing to do. You know, our self-knowledge is a gift that we give to others. The more we know ourselves the more we can get to know other people. There's another really great quote, I'm full of quotes, um, where it says, you know, we can only meet others as deeply as they've met themselves. So if someone's quite a shallow person or hasn't done a lot of inner work or constantly blames things on other people or, you know, goes around being quite rude and nasty and narky, then, you know, it's 
it's quite likely we're not going to get to a deeper level with them because they have no awareness of the role that they play in the world around them and that the way that their actions affect other people so sometimes it's best to just meet those people where they're at and just stay very surface and not go deep with those people sometimes it's unfortunate because these people can be quite um, close to us whether they're a relative or you know there might be someone that we've grown up with and we just haven't realized how maladaptive or shallow or I dare I say fake that they are when I say this phrase you do you to people I mean exactly that you do you you be you you control your own actions and I'll do me I'll control my own actions you are not responsible for anybody else's actions whether they're your child your partner your friend your family member Sometimes we feel heavily responsible for people and their actions. You know, we might be someone's parent. We might be somebody's only support person. We might feel like we have this obligation to be there and bear the brunt of their poor choices. But when it all comes down to it, we are all responsible for our own choices. You know, we aren't responsible for somebody else's addiction we aren't responsible for somebody else's uh, depression we aren't responsible for someone else's frame of mind we can only control our own I think the best thing to do when we are doing ourselves <laughs> is to yeah, have boundaries set a boundary place a circle around yourself and place a circle around the other person and really know what belongs to you and what belongs to them sometimes this can be quite hard if we're close to someone or we speak to them a lot we have a kind of psychic joining where you know we might share similar thought patterns or similar opinions with the other person because we know them so well we're quite close to them we talk to them a lot but it's very important um, to notice when these lines get blurred and really protect yourself because um, there are a lot of people out there that won't care in the same manner or the same way that you do and they won't treat you as you treat them uh, and it's just yeah just it's very good to be aware of what belongs to you and what belongs to someone else and of course I know this can be difficult some people push those boundaries and they kind of try and provoke us or kind of what what's the word um, like emotionally contagious some people enjoy spreading their emotion to other people so if they're sad they like to make other people sad if they're cranky they like to make other people cranky um, usually it's very emotionally unintelligent or emotionally immature people that do these things you know, little babies kind of do this not they're babies so of course they're going to be emotionally immature but you know when babies want to tell you something wrong they cry and then usually when a baby's crying everyone else is a little bit you know stressed or trying to figure out why they're crying it's a bit you know you want it to stop um, and I feel like emotionally 
immature, unintelligent um, adults do this too. And especially in a person or an individual that has done no inner work and has no self-awareness, it's very, very obvious and evident when somebody has done this. And, you know, they say that with age comes wisdom, but (laughs) I've met a few older um, people that could use a bit of work in their emotional uh, intelligence. They could use some introspection and everybody can do it. It's never too late to start. Uh, I really do encourage it because you start to see the things that you have created or that you might be a part of and you also start to see the patterns of behavior of other people and you can start to see how they they treat everyone else and you can start to see how they treat themselves and then you can decide whether you want to be a part of that. I think I said in one of my recent podcasts, you know, sometimes we're friends with people because we grow up with them and we're geographically close to them, but we may not be actually all that close to them in our, you know, view of life or opinions or interests or morals and ethics and values. So yeah, the first aspect of you do you is figuring out yourself what is it that I want where is it that I want to go in life who is it that I want to be surrounded by what is it that I want to be doing like really figure out you know who what where why when the kind of things that we learned about in primary school English are the things we kind of have to apply to ourselves and really get down to the nitty-gritty and the brass tacks of what it is that we want and sometimes this can be a little bit difficult but that's okay we're all a work in progress and as I've said before you can be a work in progress and a masterpiece at the same time we're not perfect nobody is but knowing ourselves on a deeper level can really help us in many aspects of our life so I encourage you to do that get to know yourself figure out what it is that you're wanting And then once we've done that and we know ourselves, then we really can tell what's ours, what belongs to us and what is with other people and what belongs to them. This is a short interruption to let you know that if you or a loved one is experiencing difficulty or is in need of more support, you can find me at maramacounseling.com. Be sure to check out the audio resources page also where you'll have access to a number of free resources that will help you to feel relaxed. Be sure to take advantage of my 20-minute free initial session. I am also on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Can't wait to work with you. Now, sometimes, I mentioned before, people will push against our boundaries. They will try and make their problem ours. Or yours. They will try and niggle at you and poke at you and provoke you and they'll breach your boundaries. They will do things that you might find intolerable or unacceptable. And I do this kind of work a lot with some of my younger clients. We talk about communication styles. And we learn how to either be more assertive if we're a bit meek and mild and non-assertive. And we also learn how to not 
be aggressive. So there's a way of going about things that, you know, often produces and yields greater results, like better results. And, you know, it's not about letting people walk all over you and it's not about being a people pleaser or doing as others want all the time. But on the same, on the opposite end of the scale, it's not about being aggressive either and lashing out or being scary to get what we want. We must learn how to set our boundaries and communicate with others in a way that is firm but fair. And I like to use like animal kind of imagery with my younger clients and I found a really great info sheet online about communication styles and on this sheet it talks about you know if you're a a non-assertive person you're kind of a bit like a turtle you hide in your shell and you shrink away and you kind of just pop in and out every now and then but you know you kind of just get by and you're, you're hiding a lot you're hiding yourself and then if you're aggressive you're a tiger and you're kind of scratching and clawing at everyone and roaring and you know you're a bit scary and then when you are assertive, it's it's personified by like a wise owl. So it's uh, it's not I'm not saying that you're old, but you're very wise and you come across quite calm and soothing. And yeah, I really think it works well um, in explaining to my younger clients, but also clients of any age. Um, it's important to be firm but fair. It's important to stand up for ourselves. It's important to protect our friends, but in a way that's not going to get us into trouble and in a way that's not going to get ourselves into trouble or we're not giving too much of ourselves away. We're not hurting ourselves to um, make other people feel better. (laughs) Another quote for you, you know, you don't need to set yourself on fire to keep others warm. And that just says, you know, we don't need to hurt ourselves to make others feel better we don't need to bend over backwards for people if we don't really want to and when we do these things when we bend over backwards or we are always you know letting go of the things that we want it can lead to resentment and it can lead to negative feelings towards others and we really should never say yes if we want to say no we should honor ourselves and say no because more quotes for you if we say yes to others all the time then we're saying no to ourselves because I'm sure that sometimes there are things that we want to do but because we've said yes to someone else and doing something for someone else we've had to say no to ourselves so and just an example for myself is you know I I had to say no to myself because um you know my my son wanted to go to a birthday party. I really, really wanted him to go to this birthday party and enjoy himself. But to do that, I had to say no to myself because I, I kind of would have liked to relax and stay in after a trip this weekend. But, you know, we, we make sacrifices and that's okay. And we can compromise and we can do those things. But if we do too much of these things and we do too little for ourselves, that's when it starts to get a bit sticky. It can lead to burnout. Yeah, and as I said before, feelings of resentment. So I encourage you to really look within yourself when making decisions to see how you truly feel about something and that we're not just doing something to make others feel better and 
in turn making ourselves feel worse. Sometimes when we are caretakers and we have jobs where we are supporting people um, or roles in our life where we are taking care of others, you know, we're a mom, we're a dad, uh, a parent, a big sister, you know, a teacher, uh, a counsellor, all those kinds of helping professions, you know, a paramedic. Sometimes we find it um, hard to ask for help or support ourselves. Uh, a lot of people that I know that are in these kinds of roles or positions often just, you know, get by. They just make do. Um, but it's really important to look at when we might be needing some more loving interactions with ourselves or kindness, gentleness with ourselves. So, Yeah that's kind of a little bit about not choosing other people and another thing is if someone makes a bad mistake or does something that's damaging to themselves but they're kind of wanting you to pick them up all the time it's not really a good position for you to put yourself in um, and to keep putting yourself in so it's okay to have lines and it's okay to let people know about these lines in the sand that you're going to draw that they cannot cross. And whatever action comes from that was theirs to choose. It was their choice. We can't control people. We can't tell them what to do. We can offer advice and we can offer support. But it's important not to, you know, run ourselves into the ground doing this when some people realistically are doing whatever they want anyway so that's just one thing that I wanted you guys to keep in mind decide how supportive you want to be decide what point you're going to stop at um, be clear with your boundaries be very clear so that there's no confusion clarify them talk about them if you're finding it hard to set a boundary talk to a friend that you know will help you set that boundary ask them for advice um, Ask them how they do it. Many people find it hard to set boundaries. And sometimes people, instead of setting a, a true boundary, they will just cut someone off or they will ghost them or they will snap at them and kind of lose it because they haven't let them know that it's gotten to a point where it's feeling this bad. But it's kind of maladaptive for both of you and it's a bit healthier if you take a step back and, you know, chat about it. Say, look, this is my value around this situation and me helping you with this is not feeling great for me um, I'd like to take a step back if that's okay and if you want to keep making these choices that's fine I'm not judging you it's just something I really can't be party to because I care about you and you're my friend and I feel like if you participate in these kind of things you might be hurting yourself um, and that's something I don't really want to support. And as I said before, I'm not judging you. I'm not having a go at you. It's just something that I wanted to make you aware of that's going on for me. And if I'm not talking to you as much, then that's why. It's not because I don't like you. It's not because I don't want a relationship with you. It's just that I feel like I've been giving too much of myself away. And it's something that's not really adaptive for me we can always say things in a nice way and very often people can't really do anything uh, or say anything to you if you've said something in a nice way and then if they do say something to you it's very clear to everybody else that 
you're not the problem. And the last thing I wanted to talk about with you do you is, as I said before, sometimes people will try and provoke you or bring you down to their level or react in the same way as them. And myself, I'm quite hot-headed, as I've said before. I used to find it very hard, especially when I was younger, to bite my tongue or to not snap back at someone. I also have a very strong sense of like justice and injustice. So if um, someone was to do something that I don't agree with or that crosses uh, a boundary or a moral uh, line that I have in place, then I really have something to say. And things that really <laughs> used to get me wild were like people picking on other people in front of me. Um, yeah, that's like probably the biggest one for me is something like that. Or perhaps sticking up for people that don't really deserve it. Um, yeah, these kind of things used to really make me feel quite annoyed and irritated and I would find it very hard to bite my tongue or not speak on it. And some of these things we shouldn't. Some of these things we should um, not bite our tongue and we should stand up for our friends. But in a way it's assertive and I used to be quite aggressive. Um, I don't know, I guess it felt more powerful when I was younger, but I've since learned better ways of communicating. Um... But yeah, the point I was getting to was, you know, if someone's being passive aggressive with us, we really don't have to respond in kind. We don't have to say narky things back. We don't have to play into it. We don't really have to continue the pattern. We can just answer simply, nicely, firmly, truthfully. Um, and sometimes you can even call a passive aggressive person out and question the things that they've said because often a passive aggressive aggressive person works on people not calling them out like because they say a nice thing and a nasty thing at the same time it's quite common that people just kind of let it slide or they just go oh that's just how that person is but if you kind of just pull out that narky bit in a way that's not attacking and just draw their attention to it perhaps everyone else's attention it's quite um <laughs> they squirm a little bit and it's kind of good to watch them struggle with that because then they actually have to acknowledge that they have said something quite nasty. But another thing is you just let them do them and you do you. So if they want to say something mean or if they have a perception of a situation that's not your truth, that's fine. That's their truth and your truth is your truth. Uh, and I'm not saying this that you can you know, go around acting quite bizarrely and make up your own reality um, but you can choose what you would like to believe and what you respond to so I've just been choosing yeah to not respond to passive aggressiveness and either just respond to the nice part or point out that narky little part or yeah just kind of change the subject um, you know sometimes you kind of want to give them a taste of their own medicine but usually it's much better, as I said before, just to be nice. They don't know what to do with it. No one can say that you didn't say the nice thing. And if they talk about you and whinge about you, no one's going to understand why because you've only said nice things. Plus, then you're not changing yourself for someone else. You're not lowering yourself to them level, their level. You're not 
um, you know, lowering your vibration. You're staying high. People will meet you where you're at. You're not going to meet them down there where they're at. Okay? So remember, you do you, babe. This concludes this episode of the Be Light, Shine Bright podcast from Maramar Counseling. I'm Pakala Kiara and I hope you enjoyed listening today. Keep your eyes peeled and your ears ready for more episodes in the future. And remember, be light, shine bright. Until next time.